I genuinely believe that my responsibility in this world now is to bring up this other, another human being, another life form, and give them the best chance of survival. And if you are not providing, if this is my view, if I'm not providing her the best nutrition and the best health that's possible, then I'm doing her a disservice. I'm not doing my job. Hello, welcome to the Stay Whole podcast. My name is Sanjay and I'll be your host. What is Stay Whole? Stay Whole simply refers to bringing ourselves back to being whole again. We are all broken in some way, shape or form. And my aim with this podcast is to help ourselves return back to being whole again. For me, that means doing three key things. Eat, live and move. We need to eat the foods that nourish our body live our lives the way we were intended to live and move your body the way it's designed to move and with those three things we can help ourselves live a much happier productive and healthier life thank you for joining me hello and welcome back to another episode of the stay whole podcast thanks for joining us I wanted to start by just saying thank you for all the comments uh, and feedback from the first few episodes. It really means a lot to hear people uh, commenting and and saying nice things about it. So thanks very much. It's been a lot of hard work to get this together. Uh, So yeah, appreciate it. And uh, thanks for the feedback on the Anisha, my wife, and uh, back by popular demand. She's she's back again with me today. And this is a bit of a random episode. Uh, it wasn't really a planned podcast. We were just talking the other night. And as we were talking, I was thinking, God, this would make a really good podcast. So I literally grabbed our phones, plugged in our free, you know, the Apple headphones that you get uh, with the mic attached to it and just started recording on her device and on my device and now I try to sync them together. Um, so the, the audio is not great. I do apologize for that. You might hear some interferences. You will also hear the birds outside because we had the door open. It was a nice day and you might hear some kids playing in the background as well. So um, please uh, excuse me for that. But we talk about parenting. We talk about how we've tried to bring up our daughter in a healthy way and and believe in the things that we believe in as, as, as adults and humans and that's healthy eating, being physically active, you know, trying to manage stress in our lives and all, all, the, all the things that the Stay Whole brand um, you know, stands for. So it's a, it's a funny, interesting conversation. I hope you enjoy it. And uh, like I said, apologies for the audio. Uh, and thanks again for all your feedback. So when you so when you found out you're pregnant? Oh no, no not Pinterest. I'm pregnant. Yeah, I didn't so I'm talking about anything. from the moment the moment you found out you were pregnant to um, obviously her arriving. Like how did we? How did you think about start preparing for life? You know, bringing a child into the world, and then how are you going to mold and shape that child, and to under have the same values that we have as parents because. We have, you know, our value. We value our health, and we're very healthy. We like to live a healthy lifestyle. We like exercise. So, obviously, when you're going to have a child, you want to hope that they have similar interests. Not to say that they can't have their own interests, but you want to bring them up with your values. It's, it's very similar to religion. You know, our families have very truly believe in the Hindu religion, and they have brought us up 
in, in that way because that's what they believe you know with, by celebrating festivals so uh, our my belief my belief system my what i believe in you know if you want to say that they believe in these hindu gods i believe in healthy living and eating good food and being physically active and trying to moderate stress and getting good sleep that's my that's my you know four commandments if you want to call it that so how do we then bring a child up to understand that and i guess but we only started really thinking about that when we found out you were gonna well you were pregnant so what process did you go through at that stage um I, yeah i read quite well i did a, i think i started audibles back then mm. and yeah I, so it was podcasts because i had that i remember that podcast i used to listen to um, oh yeah i listened to a lot of podcasts birthing the birthing podcast by the yeah. midwife guy oh, and, that was that so one? good podcast Sprogcast, yeah. so good. Sprogcast was so good because it was just everything that we, every question you had that you came, you thought of, what about this? What's going to happen with this? Yeah. They had a podcast on it. Yeah, it was literally. And, like, I, and I, I listened remember... to I think maybe fifty to a hundred birth stories because they did yeah. alternate week birth stories. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, and I remember because I was driving from Dubai to Abu Dhabi at the time, which you know was an hour and a half each way. I forgot about so that. So all I did that entire time that you you were, we were pregnant was listen to podcasts. Did you just say we were pregnant? Well, we were pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way that's the way people say it nowadays. So uh, no, I didn't. We were pregnant. <laughs> yeah, I went through it too. I just didn't go through the physical. <laughs> But we I used to so it's three hours a day of literally just listening to podcasts and audibles on parenting and you know all of that stuff. So I think again it stems from something we've we've spoken about before is environment. We really immersed ourselves in that okay, let's try and absorb as much information. We really are geeks, aren't we? We just like I know. We, I, don't know. I didn't even realise. I'm sure other people do the same thing. It can't just be us, but that's No, but Eve I had no idea. One of my friends messaged me and actually said how do you not know this about yourself? Like, this is all I've known from you. Now, one, my point was that we immerse ourselves, know. we listen to all these podcasts and audibles, but my point was that we, we, we're, just, we're just geeks for it. We, lo- we love that sort of information. We love learning about it and hearing about it. I don't know. I don't, I'm sure other people are like that. I don't think like I that. call it geeky. Leading up to the pregnancy, what did you do? For you, health-wise, you know, what were you thinking about in terms of you physically, your body? Because obviously that's a big part. Oh, you mean leading up to the birth, not the pregnancy? Sorry, leading up to the birth, yeah, sorry. I was doing a lot of yoga then. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. And, um, but I used to still do a lot of walking on the Mm -hmm. treadmill Mm -hmm. as I was getting bigger. Um, And because I hadn't done any running prior to pregnancy, I was like, well, you can't really start now. No, it's, so, so it's not you, you necessarily safe. Yeah, if you, so your body can, you, when you become when you become pregnant, your body can still handle what you used to do prior to being pregnant. So if you've been a runner and you've been running, then you know you you can once after once you get pregnant, you can still carry on running up to a certain point. But if you've never run before, really, hmm. and you become pregnant, that's not the time to start running. So yeah, that's obviously did the right thing there. Yeah, so I continued with the yoga, but at that time my level was intermediate. Some things I was on advanced stage. I was still doing crow when I was pregnant, um, and being able to do headstands and things like that. So I just continued with 
a lot of yoga. I used to live on my mat. Do you remember? I do. A lot of the time. So lots of yoga. So you just kept doing up until. But then I also used the Nike app for the short. Nike. You mean your Nike app? I'm quite a fan. Um, I used the Nike app and did thirty-minute workouts when we lived in the view tower in the top floor gym. Oh yeah, with yeah. dumbbells. That was a good TRX. gym. That was a really good gym. Yeah, it, it was, was. It was basic because they had yeah. a rack. They had it. They had yeah, a rack. Remember, and no one full, used it for the full-size Olympic bar and yeah. bumper plates and you know, it was we, we kettlebells. Had, they had, they had everything TRX. There. TRX. Yeah, all the machines, all the yeah. you know. So I used to do workouts with the bar until I got way too big then. Mm. Couldn't use it. Okay. Otherwise I used dumbbells, so stayed push active. Yeah, all the way to the end. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was yeah. I wanted to but, but did you do that did you do that because it was it was gonna be good for you and it was felt like a bit of a chore or did you did you thoroughly just enjoy it and you just wanted to continue doing something that you enjoyed? You know what I mean? Because some people I think stumble start to think about getting healthy once they find out that they're pregnant and you know it's not that it's too late there's never too late but it's a very it's a, it's a tough time to for your body to go through that much change so for you was it um, i need to continue doing this because i know it's good for my health or i need to continue doing this because this is good for my mental health and i just enjoy it no both but i i think i wouldn't say i wanted to find health by doing these things it was kind of maintaining what we what we were already doing before yeah. and not letting go of that or slowing down just wanted to maintain a really good level of fitness throughout the pregnancy or as as far as I could go a because it would it would prepare me for birth I would be really strong and I wanted to do no pain relief so I wanted to be at an optimal level mm. in my fitness to yeah. survive. Yeah, so you almost birth. you were training for the birth. Yeah, no, I was it's almost the birth, like the birth yeah. was an event, right? <laughs> well, it's true. Yeah, it's a good it was. Think it was a it. countdown. Do you think yeah. about that? The birth, the birthing process, you know, it's going to be traumatic. It's like a, a, an Olympic final, isn't it? And mm. you're training your body to prepare to make it through that final. Yeah. You know, in the you know the most for you 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 and this is a choice of course, but for you your choice was you wanted to do it in the most natural way possible, and that meant mm. you know no C-section, natural birth. Natural um, was all I had. In no, my drugs, mind. Uh, no drugs. No uh, drugs. You wanted a water birth. Yeah. All that. All that thing. I so, wanted a home birth. Yeah. So that's. That's that's your decision to do that, but yeah. So you thought you thought felt like it was just training to get to get to that point, and that's a good way to think about it. And I think it almost gives you a reason and a motivation to get up every day and do your yoga and do your workouts, which are, yeah, you did yeah. an amazing job with that uh, during that time. It was phenomenal, uh, and I was really impressed how you managed to keep it up and work full time. You know, right to the very mm. end, pretty much not the very, not the very end, but you know, quite far in. Yeah, it was like thirty six weeks. Yeah. Um, what about diet? How did your how did, did your diet change when you during this period? We were eating really well prior to the pregnancy in general. In yeah. fact, I think you had just started eating a plant-based yeah. diet maybe a month before that. And we became health freaks during the pregnancy. Did. We went wild with I nutrition. Think that's, that triggered a lot of what you know, what we what we do today is yeah. from that period because we were still yeah so I'd well we we're kind of going down that path I'd like you said I just a few months before that 
became part decided to try a plant-based diet I was doing a lot more I started to get into cycling and running and you know I was getting yeah. more interested in moving towards like a triathlon even though I don't swim but yeah that was that would have been something that I would have thought about hanging and obviously where I was working optimal fitness they had optimal try so I had exposure to all these other athletes which I had never come across before so I had influence again environment and immersing myself in that world but yeah so we were going that way anyway but I think the the, the fact we knew we were going to be parents just really was like a kick up the backside and we were just like right we're going to get on it yeah. and we're going to make this happen and we're going to and I wanted right. to stay healthy and, and I wanted be to healthy. be able to give her yeah. as much nutrition as possible. Yes, and, and I think that was important. Throughout the pregnancy, it yeah, was so, on my mind. So not only were we training for the event that is the, the birthing process, but you're training your body to be at its peak condition to give your child the best nutrients during growth, during pregnancy, so that yeah. its growth is encouraged as much as you can. It's almost like, how can I make... The, the the growth as optimal as possible and it's like okay feed my body with the right nutrients get have a healthy diet stay active do my yoga for my mental wealth wellness as well and, and get good sleep so exactly uh, all of those things definitely still yeah, you apply. know me quite well you know yeah well, <laughs> funny that um so yeah so there was a big big drive for, for you and obviously for me it was something I, a direction i wanted to go in anyway because i'd already you know that's what, that, that's what i've always tried to do so it was a big big push and um yeah so diet wise we st- it was still we pretty much ate the same things right we didn't change up much did you have to from, so just a, it was from a pregnancy perspective obviously there's certain things that you need to add uh into do you want to just talk about those things like supplements folic acid and things like that yeah, I um, I mean, I took all the supplements that were required, but it's just general multivitamins and folic acid for the first 12 weeks. Yeah. This is general knowledge, and people, yeah. GPs and surgeries will tell Everybody. you this. Once you get pregnant, they will tell you this information. I didn't have anything more than that yeah. because okay. I knew I was getting sufficient mm. um, nutrition from my meals until I got gestational diabetes and it ended my world for a few days. And so, then I cope with it. <laughs> that was a big spanner in the works. So unexpected. So what, do you want to explain what gestational diabetes is? Because people might not know. It just means um, the unfortunate event of having type 2 diabetes during pregnancy. Yeah. So type 2 diabetes uh, is a condition, obviously, where your glucose levels in your blood remain high, uh, you know, even when you've not eaten any food and it's a you know it's just insulin resistance and normally it's onset because of uh, either being overweight or having you know a sedentary lifestyle having lots of stress and not having good sleep Uh, and uh, these lifestyle factors can cause your glucose to uh, or your or your insulin not to work properly um, but there's just this thing called gestational diabetes which can occur in pregnant women and um there are certain demographics that are higher risk and i think we, you yeah. did you fell into that high risk category um but it does go away right so you have it for the duration of the pregnancy and yeah if you're healthy yeah and also that that was quite a big motivator because if you have gestational diabetes it increases your risk of getting type 2 diabetes by about 20% which for me that's quite a big number yes so i knew i needed to stay healthy and eat healthy and optimize my nutrition so how did uh, the gestational diabetes change your diet 
It changed, Does it everything. changed everything. <laughs> everything. It was a nightmare. It really. It was mentally. It was. A, it was quite challenging. Okay. So. You I mean, to, you had to monitor your glucose levels about nine times a day. Okay, so they gave you a glucose and, monitor. Uh, so you had to prick your finger and you had to yeah check my sugars. Check your sort sugars of before first eating. thing in the morning, yeah. before eating, and two hours after eating. Okay. And I used to do it even with snacks because I would eat one grape, and my sugar reading would go from five to fifteen. Which any is carbohydrate, incredible. Any, any carbohydrate-containing foods would cause a spike in glucose levels. So you'd have to check to make sure that they don't f- spike too high because of your gestational diabetes. And, and that obviously, if it did stay, spike too high, it can cause damage to the fetus. So it's quite. This is a serious problem. Like right? this is not. Mm. You know. You can't ignore it. You can't ignore it. No, absolutely not. So what we found was even what we considered. Uh, low GI. So the, the point here is we didn't want the, the, the glucose spike to be really high. So when you, this is where we start talking about things like GI glycemic index. And what that means is just how fast the glucose is absorbed into the bloodstream, right? Um, so things like white bread and you know white pasta, they have a high GI and they spike your blood glucose really high. Uh, and if you have the more brown products, it's maybe slightly lower GI. So we were trying to think of lower GI foods that you could eat carbohydrates that you could eat that would yeah. help like porridge oats sweet potato brown yeah. rice um, but they were even problematic right they were the portion sizes had to be so small um and i and i i was it was very difficult to eat fruit i think i had to limit myself to two grapes and two strawberries per day because i couldn't have any more than that so i ended up eating three to four eggs per day sausages grilled chicken with salads you just turned into a meat eat just a carnivore didn't you yeah Yeah, it was it was a lot of protein it was a lot of protein a lot of avocados yeah high fat yeah um a lot of salads just raw salads almost a keto diet wasn't it yeah. yeah, it was almost a keto diet where in the keto diet you eat, you know, you, you replace your carbohydrates with fats. So it was, yeah, as you said, a lot of eggs, you know, bacon. I remember you so much bacon. Yeah. <laughs> that was just a stink of bacon all the time. Um, yeah, and a lot of sausages and uh, yeah, avocados and mm. you know, yeah, so a lot of healthy fats, uh, some unhealthy fats, but a lot and of And I was fats. very strict on a daily basis, but mentally I... S- it was about three months. And during that time, I think I had, on my birthday, I let myself have one bite of a cheesecake or something. And then I think one more time, I I gave in to something small. And other than that, every day I was really serious about it. It wasn't enjoyable mentally, but it was fine. Yeah, it was just another challenge. It was another, mm. another hurdle we had to get through. And, you know, we, you, you don't, again, just this is what I said in the, our first podcast about the running and your mentality and your, your, your mindset. It's just you're just going to do it no matter what happens, whatever gets in your way. You're just going to deal know, with it. People keep telling me this. I'm, I'm, I don't know myself. Uh, well, maybe now you're going to discover yourself I by know. just hopefully listening back to these podcasts and, and realizing that this is what you're yeah. like and you don't seem podcasts to understand. Podcasts are making me use my brain in the evenings. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, I often have said off. that. How, can, how, can, how is it you're so intelligent at work, but I saw home you do some really dirty, mate? So, 
You do say that. Yeah, well, it's true. So maybe now you'll stop doing so much much at our home. We'll see. Um, but yeah, you've got this drive in you. So this, this was just another this is another example of something you just okay, whatever. I'll well, it's quite it funny that I've identified it in the last week or so, because now when I do stuff that I would previously last week be afraid to do because of you know the amount of muscle soreness I'm going to get or surviving two hours through Ashtanga. Now I'm, I've got no fear. I'm like, oh, let's do it without worrying. It's really weird. Yeah, I mean, that's, again, that's just how you've always been. So, yeah, so the gestational <laughs> diabetes was another thing. You, got, you dealt with it really well. Yeah, and yeah, after pregnancy, you had all the tests and you were clear. You didn't, you didn't have, you didn't get type 2 diabetes. Yeah. So that was obviously... I, I found a picture the other day of the first meal I had after I gave birth. Scallops with lobster. <laughs> this was in the hospital, right? Yeah. Was it good? Yeah, it was very good. It came on a silver platter with a lid. Do you remember? I do remember. <laughs> I remember that very well. So just to explain what's going on, uh, we're not, you know, we won the lottery or anything like that. But, um, your insurance from Abu Dhabi uh, was private insurance and it actually uh, covered private birth in your home country. So when we looked at the list of hospitals, that your insurance covered. Uh, I think one of the only ones that, or the one of the closest for us in London, in, in that London area, was the Portland um, in central London uh, on Great Portland Street, which, if you don't know, Portland's where a lot of the sort of the royal family have had their kids, and it's a very expensive private hospital. Um, so it was a fun experience. It was. It was a really good experience. Yeah. The birth in general was a really good yeah. experience. Yeah, it was. It was. It was fun. Um, so we, yeah, we. we had I was the, climbing stairs. <laughs> I don't know if this is the time to talk about the, no, no, the whole birthing story it's and it's yeah, too let's, much. let's just let's you just, might people might hit pause right yeah now. this is not they, they don't know us that well yet so <laughs> let's um let's just skip that part and then we, you know we can move so forward we've, to, we've given birth now we're given birth um <laughs> getting back to the healthy vibe okay so what did you so what now had changed from pre-birth post-birth how did you start or how did we start thinking about okay how are we going to bring this child up to be healthy and have the best nutrition and best you know wellness that they can now people might think we're just absolutely psycho but this is this is generally what we were what we thought right this is our no I was thinking about it during my pregnancy because I was adamant that I would breastfeed and give this child the best possible nutrition for the first year of life it was my I had to do it I had, I had like three goals, no pain relief whatsoever during the pregnancy, which I mean achieved, during the birth. Which you achieved. Which I achieved. Yeah, we'll, we'll tell that story another time. I wanted to breastfeed yeah. really badly and um, I really wanted to give birth in a birthing pool. Okay, so you got, that you got, you got one out of those three. Not really, because even though I did give her breast milk, I had to express which no, was you, a whole... You did no painkiller? Yeah, the no painkiller okay, so was you the only one out of three? Oh, one out of three, yeah. Sorry. So do, you have to... <laughs> do you see what I'm saying? I hope uh... your brain just doesn't work. Um, so you got one out of three. Yeah, yeah I was so... really disappointed. Yeah, do you remember? Yeah, so you didn't get the... The breastfeeding we tried, it didn't work. Um, 
that you so you express so you you again so you, another obstacle which a lot of women this is a, a common thing couldn't breastfeed but you were adamant that the baby still had your breast milk so you obviously we expressed so you expressed uh, and again that was for the for the sanity or not for the sanity for the health of the baby uh, so that was one thing yeah kind of fast forwarding on a little bit on in terms of when we're starting to think about weaning her onto foods well i realized why i became quite obsessed with weaning her onto solids was because she got sick with the cow's milk protein allergy when she was six months so she had um diarrhea unfortunately about 30 times a day for a month and we didn't know what it was and i wasn't actually eating much dairy at all then minimal amounts was that you were eating it but it was a small really small small. really small trace amounts cheese maybe i don't even think it was cheese it was it was trace amounts and maybe food that was packaged already with like milk or something maybe like you know tortillas with because i I was i was not eating dairy i was based uh and um, even some breads have it you know when we lived in abu dhabi so okay i had really small amounts yeah, so she got cow's milk protein allergy, so yeah, that caused... Yeah, so during that time, I started researching how I could... Because I at that point, we were kind of forced to use formula, which was like my worst nightmare. I know it's not a big deal. You do get the same amount of nutrition, but I just think that it, it freaks me out that the containers, the first ingredient is just glucose. It's, it's just uh, so much sugar in there. And yeah, that, that really bothered that me. That really bothered us. Yeah, that really bothered now, me. Now, this will be weird for a lot of people because yeah. it's not a big deal. And I advise people to use formula at work on a regular basis. But I just had this weird concept of just not wanting to give her crazy amounts of glucose. In the first year of her life. Yeah. yeah. And so um, I had to, though. I had no choice whatsoever, and the formula saved her, and she is super healthy and well, and she loved that milk so much as well. <laughs> it stank, remember? Yeah. It was horrible. So Disgusting smell. During that time, I thought the best way for me to stop this formula is to wean her off milk as fast as I humanly can. How can I do it? That's where it started. Googling, researching, How much were you paying for that formula, by the way? Do you remember? How much was it? <laughs> £50 uh, every five days. Yeah, was it £50 every five days? Yeah, for, uh, for the Amazon deliveries. Yeah, because <laughs> we couldn't... So you couldn't get that particular one in the yeah. UAE anywhere. And the only way to get it at the time was for me to do it via Amazon... Mm-hmm. And they send it to uh, a, like a PO box that I have in uh, the UAE. And then the PO box, it's like a company, Aramex, they deliver it to me. And that was costing us all of that to the, the shipping and everything it was £50 every five days. Five days. Uh, <laughs> insane. But so we did I it. started, yeah. that's when I started. And then we got friends weaning. and family to bring, bring, bring stuff over. Yeah, so that was a perfect reason to think, okay, mm. let's just try not to rely on this and let's try and get nutrition from food. And I'll be like, we're all over that. So how did that, what did, What was the first steps that you, you took or we took? I read a lot of parenting blogs. Yeah. I read a lot of weaning websites. Um, I read um, Gina Ford's parenting book a million times. Yeah. <laughs> that book is so good. And 
weaning schedules of how to bring down milk, you know, by how much, what times of day you should do it. And, but ensuring that she still had enough nutrition to keep her going. Yeah, so it's more of the same um, as what we were doing during the pregnancy. Just, exactly. Just podcast books, yeah. um, you know, watching YouTube videos. And, but then I started using Pinterest to save recipes. So, you know, we, we chose avocado as one of her first foods, but then we did start her on porridge. So how we chose the foods, you know, for example, some, some parents would do try the same food for three three days in a row and then wait to see if there's an allergic reaction and then start the next food. Um, but I just gave her anything and everything individually at first and then kind of mixing things together and seeing what her taste buds liked. A lot of the time we would give her even our curries, which we made for ourselves and just kind of mashed them up a bit and send them to nursery for her to have the next day. Um, or I was just pre-cooking lots of meals on my days off from work and freezing them into ice cubes. And then we knew actually how much she was eating as well. We could actually monitor that. That was insane. The amount of work that you put into making all that food, putting it into ice cubes, freezing it. it was, mm. we had the st- Bagging it up, labelling it, it up, dating it. Labelling it, <laughs> um, putting it in the fridge, yeah, dating it so we'd know how long it, you know, oh my God, it was yeah. insane. Uh, and then in the nursery, so Liliana had to go to nursery from, what age was it? How old was she? Eight or nine weeks. Nine weeks? Yeah. Yeah, nine, nine weeks because you came back to the UAE after giving birth in the, in London, uh, the Portland. Um, and then we came back. So you went straight back to work. So I stayed at home uh, with Liliana. So I had quit my job. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah, that's another story. So I quit <laughs> my job. So I was staying at home with Liliana while you went off to work. Was that weird for you? No. It wasn't, was it? I didn't find it weird at all. What, me going to work because I'd given birth or leaving you at home? Both. No. Yeah, I didn't find it weird. Just yeah. wondering, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I say I was at home with her, but we sent her to nursery. We, we wanted to... Um, why did we decide to send her to nursery? So I, I think uh, I remember someone telling me, a guy in the gym in Abu Dhabi, the new gym that I was going to work at. So I quit my job in Dubai. I found a job in Abu Dhabi. I was going to work at this new gym that was opening up. And he said to me, the best thing he did when his son was born here in the UAE as well was send him to nursery from like the, pretty much day one it's because he's just learned so much. And he was thinking he was 18 months at the time. And he was just telling me how, all the things. And I thought, yeah, it's quite a smart thing to do. Just immerse them in a in a you know interactive environment from early on they'll they'll get stimulated and they'll learn a lot so that was part of it so we used to send her for a few hours didn't we each day yeah um on a few about days a few days a week three days two three, or three days I think it was three days a week but a few hours was actually about seven <laughs> yeah it was quite it was yeah. like seven to two seven a.m till two p.m yeah it was a lot it was a long time it was a long time yeah yeah but it was good for our sanity as well you know we you know because look we didn't well, have any help let's, let's just let's just we didn't have any help i was working 48 hours a week yes and you doing nights and day shifts correct um and i think you were going to plan on doing some work from home um potentially part-time so you thought if i know she's at nursery these days then i can plan some work in for that time or if i get 
I wanted to do this, what we're doing now. Yeah, exactly. This is, this is, this is when I this actually wanted to you, do this. But you started doing a lot of photography back then. I start, well, that's the, the whole thing. I got I started the website. The whole I oh, got yeah. the, I have the brand has you know, the, the the stay whole brand was oh, from, it started then. from that's, then. That's that's yeah. when I started it because I was like, right, I'm going to be at yeah. home on these days. I'm going to Liliana's at nursery. This is what I'm going to work on. I'm going to build yeah. the stay whole. So that's when I started it. It just didn't. It, obviously, you know, it's taken a while to get to this point of she doing podcast. <laughs> she got in the no, way, yeah, but in a way it was a nice distraction. It was like, kind of like my mind. I was like, well, you know, what's more important at this point? Is it this or is it her? And I, you know, I think, like everyone says, being a chair once once into your parent, it changes everything. And it did change everything for me, you know. So I think my focus was a bit different. But um, yeah, so this is this is what yeah, so this is what I was working on. Uh, but anyway, getting back to the, the, the food side of it, so. By going to nursery, the nursery didn't provide any meals, so we had to provide them with two or three, I can't remember what it was, three meals, three meals for that seven-hour period. Mm. So that's where, that's why you went crazy preparing and, and, and making all of her food and yeah. bagging it up and, you know, you know, then I'd put it in the morning, I'd put them into the lunch boxes or we'd do it the night yeah. before or whatever. The ladies who work there used to taste it all the time. They used really to love enjoy it. enjoy it, yeah. They used to love like, it. like, oh, Liliana's so lucky. What she got They were so today. sweet. Yeah, they were so sweet. Those Filipino ladies, they were amazing. And they were so good with Liliana. It was just... You know, I know. I loved, I loved it there when she was going there. And she, she was really, really happy. She really loved it. Yeah, she was she really was so happy. happy. Yeah. But so anyways. the food, so she's eating <laughs> our food then. So that was a great introduction for her in just mm. getting her taste buds. And and part of that process of her eating the food that we eat was a tactic that if she's used to these spices, these flavours, these vegetables, you know, lentils, chickpeas, spinach, yeah. the different colours that we use in the food, she can see, you know, the vibrant colours of food, whether it's fruit you know, a lentil curry, salads, anything, she would visualize that and think, oh, you know, this is normal food for me. And when you've got that concept in your mind that this is what you've been brought up with, this is what you know to eat, um, it really provides her with a good mindset to be healthy from a really early age. And I was adamant that I have to teach her that. It's my duty as a parent. Yeah. That, so, yeah. so we, you know, again, we've talked before about environment and you know, creating an environment. We did that from the moment she started putting food in her mouth mm. uh, in, in an in a, in a indirect way by the textures, the flavors, the, the colors of the food, exactly like you just said. So yeah. that was our way. Uh, and it's continued ever since. I mean, that's what we've always done. We've tried to just create yeah. this environment where she sees us either being active, eating healthy food, cooking healthy food, you know, uh, so, so, mm. and, and, and that's the culture we want. We don't, we try to not have to, the TV on too much. This is again going uh, away from the sort of food aspect of it, but this, this is the sort of things. It's just, yeah. uh, I guess for me, it's just common sense. Um, yeah, I, I think, yeah. We've had a lot of ups and downs though within that time. Yeah. Of, um, we have had a lot of ups and downs and everyone has. And I think, you know, it's, expectations is one thing that has, that has changed a lot. I know, I that's what I was just going to say. Yeah, my We've really had to change and manage because the readers, are the readers, the listeners probably are thinking these two are overthinking and taking parenting really seriously. <laughs> but it is serious. I know. For us, it does seem that way, but I have oh. lowered my expectations and I feel a lot better for it because my expect 
my expectations were very high. And what changed them was the fact that we came back to the UK and the nurseries here feed your children. And though it's wonderfully convenient that I don't have to put in so much extra work, um, I don't always agree with the meals that they provide. For example, the breakfast option is always Rice Krispies, you know. It's awful. The food, the food, they offer, the food they're offering at this nursery yeah. is absolutely And then white, awful. white toast. Yeah, there's so, no reason why they can't offer healthy alternatives there anyway. I don't know. If it's I, not the food. It, it, the breakfast is not great. The lunch and the, the lunch is usually quite nutritious. It's well balanced. They do always provide um, vegetables, but they're probably more than likely just steamed um, or boiled. Um, so not much flavor, but it's still vegetables. It's fine. But the afternoon snack is always sort of bread with butter, cucumbers, a couple of tomatoes. Um, again, bread, several slices of bread per day. <laughs> um, it doesn't have much nutrition does it? Uh, so that was kind of the game changer where her taste buds were confused, I think. Yeah, and that's been, so that's, that been that's been a challenge. But we've, we've still we've still persevered with the, oh, yeah. what we've been doing and like I said Just expectations. Have to change. Of, yeah, expectations change yeah. and expecting her to try and eat everything that we put in front of her. Um, so what are some of the things that we're doing now we've done started doing recently in the last sort of year or so to just tamper those expectations what are the t- tips and techniques that we've been adopting weekends i work really hard on creating healthy new recipes which she's not tried before we get variety 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 yeah, yeah in terms of textures types of foods in terms of whether they're grilled or whether they're baked in the oven whether it's more you know, sauces and pastas. Um, but Rather than the exposure to different types of foods to eat, I, I was talking more about the sort of things like um, getting her involved in the process. Yeah, and, uh, I was yeah. going to say that. Okay, right, okay. That's, that's kind of where I was going with, with it. Spending the weekends cooking um, to expose her to new things because it's different to nursery. That's my time when I'm free. So I have more time to spend on doing that for her and we also agreed in the week as well that the evening meal we would cook for ourselves and she could pick at what she wanted and not just give her something separate to eat yeah so that's eating the same as us that's yeah that was the important thing there and have zero expectation on that day and weekdays if she eats any of the food happy days encourage her get excited with her you know praise her if she tries new foods but on days she doesn't want to completely ignore it. Don't, you know, get upset or frustrated or show that to her. You know, I did get really disappointed about the bolognese the other day, but she didn't know that, obviously. But I, I worked really hard on that. I was really excited and it didn't work out. But she wasn't in the mood. But by offering her the but food, but have seen, again, it's just her seeing what we what we eat and her think her thinking she's eating the same food exactly and we've said and this before about that, this happened at nursery right when she switched yeah. her diet to you know um so we tried to bring her up plant-based because she had this dairy problem anyway um and then and we didn't cook anything we didn't cook anyway. anything at the house so it was just the natural thing to do but what we found was that um 
that nursery, she wasn't eating as much. Um, and this it is would affect here, her mood. This is our, we're talking about after we moved back. Yeah. So she didn't... She, it was affecting her mood. She yeah, was grumpy so she was still we, hungry. We, and we switched, started to let her switch to uh, a normal, you know, a traditional you know, meat-eating diet, um, except dairy. And what happened, she started eating a lot more. And I think well, we know what it was. It was because she was eating the same as all the other kids. Did. Yeah. So it wasn't think, a different meal. Yeah, it wasn't like she was getting a special meal. I almost thought she could sense that. Why am I getting a special meal? I don't want this food. I want what everyone else is having. Which yeah, is exactly she was what so kids, excited. Yeah, kids don't think she could. Yeah, exactly. She was and so excited. And at that point, we then sort of around that time decided weekday meals, we would eat with her and not wait for her to go to sleep. So yeah. it helped her to appreciate what it's like to eat as a family. Um, encourage her to eat the foods that we're having. There's no separate meals for different people. And um, spend time together. A lot of the time we listen to music, don't we? Um, we talk. Uh, you know, I ask her about her day and she mm. gives us entertaining stories. Yeah, so and family time together. Family time yeah, around is the table, really important. No TV, just talking. Mm-hmm. You know, comment, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's so, so and important. One of the things that we were doing to pass the time with her is always in the evening getting her involved with the process of um, cooking, yeah. cleaning vegetables, chopping. She would try raw foods. Which um, done, I mean, I've been doing, I did endless that. I've been doing that with her since she was, she could sit up. I remember in Aberdeen, yeah. and, you know, and we got that yeah, cute video that you took of, of me preparing porridge. Yeah. Um, uh, I know we talked about it in another podcast. I don't even know if I'm releasing that podcast. So I'm talking about a podcast that we've recorded, which we think was a disaster so i don't know you may you may have heard the story if i've released the podcast it's about um yeah when she used to just watch me make her porridge and now to this day why how it's still her favorite food but anyway yeah just having her sit with us or sit on the counter while we're preparing food we get to wash the vegetables she gets to um see us chop it and she loves seasoning them and getting her hands involved mm. in mixing and and all that again it's just exposure isn't it it's really good just to, just for her to immerse yeah. herself into that environment and then you you started allowing her to um to eat you know pick pick on the vegetables as we were as yeah. we were cutting them which you know that, that also just helps her taste buds and again she mostly just spits it back out but it's fine yeah and that's yeah. again and that's what expectations nice have changed recently even when i ask her you know if you don't want to eat it that's fine but just try it i just want you to have a bite she responding to that yes Okay, I, I try not to. I've not really paid attention because I, yeah. Yeah, so she'll she'll try it. She'll be like, okay, mummy. And that's the first step. And I'm happy with that. That's progress. Because, I mean, at the moment, she's a fruit-loving machine. That girl At the moment, eat. she's born a fruit. I mean, she's, jeez. <laughs> she's my mum. Oh the fruit-loving She is soggy. Machine. She's got soggy fruit genes. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. She has she been wolfing inhales. fruit down from day one. She can eat a whole mango. Yeah. You know, she's gonna girl. get diabetes. I'm telling you, <laughs> the child is gonna get diabetes very soon. So we were guess. really aware of this huge amount of fruit that she was having, and I was like, we need to balance it with vegetables, which is also one of the reasons why I research recipes and food so much to try and expose her and encourage her and get her to eat all of these healthy vegetables instead of having so much fruit for her vitamins so hiding it in the food you mean is that what so yeah so my tactics were and i learned this from a youtuber who i love she's amazing she's a mother of three um 
and she, her and her husband, both plant-based, very natural, um, just relaxed family. They live in Hawaii. They're really chill. I remember the one now. Yeah. yeah. Ellen Fisher. I don't know the name, but yeah, I remember now you say that they lived in Hawaii and they used to eat so, loads of fruit on there. Oh the kids were just eating, God. yeah, I remember. And her kids are just the cutest things you've ever seen. And they eat the healthiest raw fruit and veg diet. And this woman had some amazing tips. So to get her youngest to start eating salads, she would mash up avocado with lime and then cut lettuce into the thinnest possible strips and then mix it together with the avocado and slowly slowly she would end up adding more kind of spinach chopped and lettuce chopped and less avocado and then it would just turn into larger strips and larger pieces so it just gave me the idea that obviously that's so logical so I when I made a, a, a new recipe, a lentil curry, which you add all the spinach and kale and bok choy and everything at the end, and it's a huge amount um, of greens. The first time I cooked it, I left it out, took hers out, and then added spinach for ours. And that day was a miracle. She inhaled that food like she had never tasted something so delicious in her life. And she always ask me now for that lentil curry which I'm just so happy with I'm so proud that she's starting to like my food yeah so so it's, it's working it's just it's not working, working. The, this whole we... immersion technique is working but it's not working as fast as we would have liked it yeah. she's not like sitting there you know uh, demanding veg but um I think again, but the next the sec- time I hid the spinach underneath yeah yeah, so, so um, slowly, gradually. Now she eats. Uh, I think I, the I, I know my expectations have been too high, and I don't think I don't, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that's absolutely. I genuinely believe that my responsibility in this world now is to bring up this other, another human being, another life form, and give them the best chance of survival. And if you are not provide, if this is my view, if I'm not providing her the best nutrition and the best health that's possible then I'm doing her a disservice. I'm not doing my job. And that's yeah. the way I look at it. That's what I believe is my mission. And uh, that may sound crazy. And it's not to a point where I'm going to f- force it upon her, but just by making her aware. It's, this is coaching, isn't it? This is what you're doing. This is a lot of, this is what CBT, isn't it? CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, is trying to get people to realize themselves what the answer is. Yeah. And that's what, I'm, that's what we're trying to do by educating her, do the cooking, exposure to vegetables. Yeah. It's just so she realizes herself. You know, there's a, yeah. the, the a lot song. of people ask me about that. You know, it's unfair. You don't give her cakes and you don't allow her to have birthday cake when how she goes to other people. Yeah, a lot of people how, do. I don't understand how me. that's unfair. I'm sorry. I just don't get it. I don't I get how you're, you can say it's unfair that you're not giving. I think it's unfair that I you're, think it's you cruel. are giving your children. I think it's cruel that you're giving it in the first yeah, place. that's controversial I, and, and I it is, but that's the way That's the way I think about it. And, if, you know, when she, if she, when she's smart enough to, to make her own Their emotions go all over the place. Like one minute they're hyped up and crazy and the next minute they're crashing and driving you mad. People have complimented <laughs> us. People have complimented us many times on Liliana's <laughs> behaviour when she's, you know, and how she goes to sleep straight away and how she sleeps through the night. They compliment us a lot. And then at the same time, they, they 
turn up turn kind of one one eye up at us when when we're quite psycho about things but the reason she's like that is because we are quite psycho about things i know but they see, don't know that necessarily you can see it reflect in her behavior but yeah maybe mm. they don't know that necessarily um but i don't think yeah going back to the whole cake thing i don't think that's unfair and and you know what when she's older and she can make it you know look we have treats with her let's just let's just hold let's realize make people realize we're not not had the other day, you know, with, the, with this lockdown and the weekends, we've had the door open here, sitting by the balcony. We and, eat lots of mangoes, yeah, we'll have mangoes, popcorn. And pineapples, popcorn, dates, even crisps. The other day, we had, you know, we got got all those knickknacks because I wanted to have them. It They're was disgusting. a real, yeah, but it was, yeah, of course, it is a junk food, which is the f- <laughs> one first time in two years in her of living she's ever had it. So look, she does get. Treats. I do make a lot of healthy. We made those ice lollies. Bars. We made homemade ice lollies there. Yeah, from day. vegetable juice. From veggie juice <laughs> and fruit. Yeah, so it's, yeah. she's getting, she's getting the treat. She's getting the healthy version, and yeah, I, I don't, I don't. We do make really nice pancakes and things as well. Yeah, we let her put syrup on it, and you know, let her you know refill the the the, the, the uh, golden syrup, not golden syrup, maple syrup. Golden syrup's disgusting. Uh, maple syrup. <laughs> um, yeah, so she does. She does have, and she's got a sweet tooth, and that's why she likes yeah. so much fruit. We know that. So uh, she her does, tooth is really yeah. sweet. So she does get it. But yeah, we're just. <laughs> I, like I said, I believe that it's my our job to make sure she gets a good good start in life, and that's why at the moment the lift's um, not working in our building, so she's having to walk up and down the stairs. <laughs> it's and like you ten give flights. in? Why do you give in? You just pick her up. I don't. Know. I missed her so much today. I just picked her up, Jeez. and I knew that she missed me. I could tell. Yeah. She loves me so much. Trying to walk up and down. <laughs> I asked, do make her do it normally, but I haven't so seen her the whole day. Yeah, but the way I do it is I I make her walk down or up, and then if she does it successfully, which she does all the time, obviously, then I'll pick her up and say, "Look, well done. You did a really good job." You do that, and you know what she does to me while we're walking. She's like, "Mummy, if I get to the top, do I get a surprise?" That's what she says to me. This is how different she treats you and treats me. She's happy that you pick her up and carry her. She's satisfied. But with me, she always wants more. Mm. It's because she knows she's going to get it. <laughs> um, <sighs> yeah, so, um, look, I, I don't... That's my belief system. I believe uh, giving her a healthy life, healthy lifestyle, she can make mm. a choice. When she gets old enough, and then she can decide yeah. for herself whether... I've said that the she same wants when to people eat, ask me. Eat meat. She doesn't want to eat meat. She wants to eat mm. sugar. She doesn't want to eat sugar. I'll do my best to educate her the, 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 you know, without being an enforcer, a dictator, and that's not mm-hmm. something I want to be or something I'm trying to be. But uh, if she can learn from what I've learned in my life, uh, that's, that's all I can hope yeah. for. So, uh, I mean, at the moment, her two favourite foods are porridge and sausages. <laughs> I mean, they're two bipolar opposites of the spectrum, the super healthiest porridge you could ever eat. And sausages at nursery, but yeah, I'm okay with it. Good, okay, <laughs> it's a good place to kill it. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you did, please be sure to go to your favorite podcast app and leave a review. It really helps me to make this a better experience for you. Also, if you're not doing already, please be sure to follow Stay Whole social media pages, which are at Stay Whole Life on Instagram or on Facebook. It's www.facebook.com forward slash stay whole. There's always our website, which is simply stayhole.co.uk. 
Thanks again for listening, and remember to stay whole.